This is the Conservative American Message, hosted by the one and only Cam Lau. It's Sunday, March 26th, 2023, and you can join me every week for the greatest political commentary known to man. A few differences with the podcast today, first being the change from Saturdays to Sundays. That change was made to allow us more time to create better content every week, so look out for us on Sundays now. The other difference today was the absence of my intro music. I usually record on GarageBand, but I've been neglecting my MacBook updates for a while, so here we are. Hopefully we'll have the music back next week. Anyway, many Americans are afraid that with tensions so high between the U.S. and our foreign adversaries that a new war is imminent. Whether it's Iran, China, Russia, or some other nation, it's not unlikely that a new axis will be formed that seeks to destroy the United States. To me, China is the greatest threat because they wouldn't even have to wage war with us. They already own our infrastructure, thousands of acres of our land, and over a trillion dollars of our national debt. They will simply buy us when the time comes. And I really think the Russians just want to be left alone and expand their territory into the former Soviet states that went independent. See Ukraine. No, the real threat is from within. If we went to war with someone, we don't stand a chance. Our military has been weakened drastically by the Biden administration. But the blame doesn't go entirely to Biden. This stuff has been going on for decades. Don't ask, don't tell wasn't all that bad of a policy considering what we have now. There are mentally ill transgendered people in our military. Service men and women are constantly being indoctrinated with liberal ideologies. On Thursday, the House Armed Services Committee held a hearing to shed some light on what the Pentagon's priorities are. Calissa Wing, a former Chief of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, had some tweets that got her into some trouble. Keep in mind that she is black and these were anti-white tweets. One of these tweets said, I'm so exhausted at these white folks. F-O-L-X. In these PD sessions, this lady actually had the caudacity to say that black people can be racist too. I had to stop the session and give Karen the business. We are not the majority. We don't have power. Apparently, caudacity is a made-up word that means the audacity of Caucasian people. The irony here is that she is the chief for diversity, equity, and inclusion. She since lost that position, but didn't get fired. She's just been moved somewhere else, still working in the Pentagon. I don't know why her position even existed at the Pentagon in the first place. It's really no wonder that they couldn't pull out of Afghanistan gracefully when their focus is diversity over strategy. So no, I don't have very much confidence that we'll be winning any wars anytime soon. At least not with this president. While our current president is screwing up our national defense, photos were posted on social media this week of Donald Trump getting arrested. The photos show the former president being chased on foot by police officers and then tackled to the ground. The worst part of it all, the photos were deep fake. No such arrest happened, but boy did people get riled up to see Trump in cuffs on the ground. They wanted nothing more than to see the man go down despite every case they bring against him can never be proven. 
They were supposedly going to arrest him, though, on Tuesday, but now it looks like it isn't going to happen, and I can probably guess why. Is it because they have no case against him and it's actually a carefully crafted lie? Yeah, I think that's it. This is your weekly reminder to follow the conservative American message on Instagram and Facebook. The link to both is in the description of this episode. Also, share this podcast with all of your friends and family so we can make sure that everyone gets offended. The Kansas legislature is close to passing a bill that requires doctors to save the life of a child born during an abortion procedure. It seems redundant and silly. I mean, surely this isn't a real issue that babies are being born alive during abortion and still put to death, right? Then why did 34 Democrats vote against it? Well, it's because they want to ensure everyone's right to choose whether or not they have kids, no matter what. The real issue here is when that decision should be made. Should you be able to decide to not have a kid in the middle of a pregnancy, or even after a living, breathing baby has been born? Or should it be before you make the decision to have sex? And even if you decide not to keep your baby, why not put it up for adoption? No, it will not go to foster homes. It will be immediately adopted by a family that's waiting on a waiting list for new babies. Foster homes are for kids that have been removed by their, from their parents by the state. In this day and age, with the advanced science and technology that we have access to, it's really shocking that the barbaric ritual of abortion continues to be championed by people in this country. Look at an ultrasound and tell me that that fetus isn't a person. This is not murder, it's genocide, and every genocide in history is built on a lie. But if outlawing baby genocide isn't enough to offend you, this one is sure to offend many of my loyal fans because it pertains to a lot of you. But I'm an equal opportunist, and I'm willing to offend everyone. The state of Minnesota is considering a bill to legalize recreational marijuana use. This is a very controversial issue among conservatives. Within the Republican Party, there are the libertarian types who basically believe in anarchy, then there are the old fuddy-duddies that are against weed, but then for gay marriage. Gay marriage is a much more concerning issue to me than pot. But most conservatives are just left somewhere in between. We aren't totally against legal weed, but we aren't sure that it's a fantastic idea either. Let's look at why Minnesota wants to legalize it. Well, it's no surprise, considering that Minnesota is one of the most liberal places in this country and has been for a long time. When the weed conversation happens, we always hear one major positive. Tax revenue. If it's legal, they can tax it. Minnesota is looking at a 15% tax. But I don't see tax revenue as a positive thing for me. The last thing the government needs is more money. With more money, they just build more bureaucracy and give themselves raises. But my real beef with the whole legal weed movement is the notion that weed is somehow good for you. The potheads don't just want to legally use, they want to convince you that there's nothing wrong with it. But on this show, we aren't afraid to offend anyone, even those libertarian potheads. So here's the truth. The science shows that marijuana is addictive. That's just a fact of the matter. It's clearly not as addictive as crack or meth, 
but it's just about the same addictiveness as nicotine. Studies have also shown how marijuana negatively impacts your mental health. It restricts blood flow to the brain, contributes to memory loss, and increases the probability for depression and even schizophrenia. It's also terrible for your lungs. Smoking weed is actually worse for your lungs than smoking cigarettes. The only difference is you don't smoke weed as often as you smoke cigarettes, so cumulatively, cigarettes are worse for you. But that doesn't mean that weed is good for you by comparison. Another major problem is secondhand smoke that people have to deal with for those who aren't smoking anything. But if you've been to a place where pot is legal, or maybe you even live there, entire cities begin to smell like a dead skunk. It's disgusting. It's also been proven that marijuana is a gateway drug. Now so is nicotine or alcohol, but nobody believes that nicotine or alcohol aren't bad for you. Everybody knows it. But above all, the worst thing to me are the people who think that they can drive high. You are still impaired when you're high. So stop comparing weed to other drugs and say that it's not so bad because it's still very bad for you. Maybe it's not as bad as something else, but it's still bad. It's like falling out of the bed landing on carpet or falling out of the bed landing on concrete. I mean, yeah, it's better to fall on the carpet, but I'd rather just stay in my bed. Here's what it comes down to. If you want to smoke weed, then that's your adult decision that you can make. If it's legal where you are, then more power to you. If it's not, then I guess you're welcome to break the law and assume all the risks associated with that. But I won't judge you for any of that. And if anyone does, shame on them. But stop trying to convince everyone that what you're doing is not affecting your health. It's different for someone who smokes nicotine because everyone knows that it's bad. Same thing if you go overboard on alcohol. But in an attempt to end some old stigma about marijuana, we've totally flipped the scales and confused a lot of young people into becoming drug users while believing that it's helping them with their problems. However, when it comes to the law, I think there are a lot of valid reasons to make it legal. So, I guess I'm against marijuana, but I'm okay with it being legal. The same way most people probably view nicotine. Well, that's all I have time for. Were you offended by this podcast? Good. Thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate you all. Have a great week, and stay conservative.